0: Welcome to It's Your Business Lead It podcast. It's your business. Lead it. You need to deliver performance to your organization now. To do this, you need to ensure process efficiency, product quality, and employee engagement. What happens when you don't have this? Underperformance. If you're tired of getting excuses and not results, if you're tired of mediocre employees talking to me in game, but not backing it up with action, you're in the right place. My name is Ron Hurst, a leader with over 30 years of real-world operational experience, backed by the best of engineering and developmental psychology. And my goal is simple. I want to help you achieve the performance your business is capable of. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's Your Business Lead Leader podcast. In this podcast, verbal judo, going deeper. In this cast, I want to go into one of seven topics It's a topic called common ground, using the idea of common ground to navigate a conversation to get to the outcome that you're looking for while partnering with another person who may have another idea of how they want the conversation to go. So the idea of common ground is this first podcast, and we're going to do six others. Plural pronouns will be episode two. Introduce process will be episode three. Change the frame, episode four. Changing the Tense, Episode 5, Abstract Up, Episode 6, and Focus Down, Episode 7. And if you've been following the cast for any length of time, you'll notice that some of those topics I talked about in our Influence series back in 2022. And what I want to do now is go a little bit deeper into the interplay of how you and the other person are interacting. And just recognize that there are a lot of famous people that says you can make plans But plans don't always survive first contact with the opposition, or the enemy gets a vote, or as Mike Tyson once said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Now, of course, we're not talking about violence here, but what we are talking about is that two-way communication has two different points of view, two different perspectives— The effective leader recognizes that by growing their influence, by growing the verbal judo skills, that they can maximize the probability that they get the outcome that they're looking for by engaging in these skills. So in this episode, as I mentioned, verbal judo, and we're going to follow a simple format. It's, first of all, we're going to talk about the what, and then the when, the how, and then who does what by when. Okay, so what, when, how, who does what by when. The idea of common ground, the what of common ground, this is a technique that we can use for lowering the temperature in a conversation. And it's often paired with the plural pronoun technique to build commonality, to build camaraderie in a conversation. It works because it moves the individual participants from a place of confrontation where they're standing off against one another to a place of shared problem solving where they're standing side by side looking at a problem in the distance away from the relationship. And this is a really key point. The idea of shared problem solving is where we want to be whenever we're practicing influence and verbal judo. This particular technique, the common ground technique, is an excellent starting point whenever you expect to engage in verbal judo. And when there's a high likelihood or even a reasonable likelihood of disagreement between you and the other person that you're attempting to influence. So that's the what. What about the when? When would this technique be useful? First of all, if you're dealing with an employee who has a significantly different perspective than you, this is an excellent technique to practice. Or if you're discussing something with someone and it's an issue, a critical issue where compromise is unlikely. And it's one of those situations where in the past you might have ended up in a we'll have to agree to disagree place. So this is an excellent technique for that. It also is highly useful in situations where you have a limited amount of relationship presence. So you're dealing with someone that you don't know very well, or you don't have a high degree of trust with. I also want to mention that this is a fairly universal technique. It doesn't depend on any kind of power dynamic, So it isn't just effective when you are talking to your direct report. You could talk and use this technique with a peer, with your, your direct supervisor, or an executive in your organization. This technique is highly effective regardless of the context. Right. So that's the when. And what about the how? How do you do it? This is where we're going to spend most of our time. And to really bring this home, I want to introduce what I call four ends: Notice, name, navigate, negotiate. The idea of noticing is that we have to first come to grips with the fact that there's a situation which requires this common ground technique. Second, we need to name that technique and turn it into an object that the two people in the conversation can look at together. As I said, this is about creating shared problem solving. you got to create the object that both people can look at. And once it's named, then we can navigate and we'll spend a significant amount of time walking through the process of how to navigate this, this particular technique. And then finally, once you've navigated it, we've got to negotiate for a solution or closure. So notice, name, navigate, negotiate. Now, how do we use it? What I recommend is that you open conversations with a statement of shared goals or shared values or some other shared feature. Maybe it's objective. Maybe it's strategy. Maybe it. Maybe it's just you, know, you work in the same department. Whatever it is, find the most significant thing that the two of you share that's relevant to what you want to talk about and name it. This is really important. And then The way that this technique diverges at this point, because we have to look at two different ways of thinking about it. The first way is, if you anticipate that disagreement is likely, you want to engage in this technique from the very beginning. It's also possible that you may not anticipate it, and you're in the midst of a conversation, and all of a sudden, tension starts to rise, frustration is starting to creep in, and you find yourself in a place where you're diverging in a conversation back into confrontation so we need to have a technique during the conversation to bring it back with common ground to navigate the process so let's do the first one if you anticipate that there's a high likelihood of some kind of disagreement i recommend that you start in the following way invite the other person i mean re- remember we've already sh- we've started with the the statement of shared goals shared values sh- shared strategy whatever Now invite the other person to share their perspective. And yes, this may go against some of the way that you've been taught to communicate and to get your your way. However, if you can learn to really listen to the other party, it's amazing what they will offer you in ways of finding common ground and negotiating a mutually beneficial solution. So listen to their perspective and then I want you to really dig in with curiosity-based questions involving what and how. So what is it about your perspective that's important to you? How did you come to that conclusion? How do you see the connection between the shared value or the shared objective and what you're saying? Help me understand what your perspective is. And once you have you think that you really understand their perspective, my strongest advice is paraphrase it back to them and ask them if you've understood them. The reason for this is between the common ground and this deep listening technique, this active deep listening technique, you will help the other person feel listened to. And something magical happens in a human being when we feel listened to, we feel respected, and we open up to another person's perspective. So make sure that you've gone through and you paraphrased it back. And don't lose sight of the fact that you want to make the connection back to common ground at some point in your listening practice and your questions that you ask them. Now, as I mentioned, it's entirely possible that you're in a conversation, you don't expect any kind of disagreement or any tension, and you get to a point where it's clear it's starting to rise in the conversation. So we're going to diverge a little bit. And what do you do if disagreement happens during a conversation? So I'm going to show you how to deal with that, and then we'll come back, and both of these close out in the same way. So when you see a potential disagreement coming up, you feel the tension, you feel frustration in your body, what do you do? First thing I want you to do is pause, take a deep breath, notice the emotion in your body, name it, take a deep breath, and release it then I want you to objectively name the disagreement as you see it. And you have to do it objectively. You can't be subjective or judgmental. You can't say, well, you're being an idiot and, and you have an unrealistic perspective. No, none of that. I see that we are disagreeing on the following point. We have different perspectives on it. Do you see that? By stating the disagreement, you make it an object that both of you can examine. Then I bring it back and comment on the shared objective that both of you are trying to achieve in this conversation and show them how this disagreement is creating the tension between you and it's getting in the way of, of coming to a conclusion that both of you can feel good about. And once you've done that, what I want you to do is ask them to explain their perspective specifically in relation to the shared value, shared objective, shared strategy, shared whatever. And again, ask what and how questions to make sure you understand and paraphrase it back. Ask them when you've done, do I understand your perspective? Okay, so now we can flip it. And this is where both of the two, either the beginning or the during tension, we can come back to the main part of the conversation. Because what we want to do once we have demonstrated that we've understood them I'd like to share with you my perspective and show you how mine relates to the shared objective, and then begin to share it. Now, they may may or may not be open to that. And if they're not open to it, there's not much we can do about it. Usually, if they're not open to it, it's because they're a peer or your supervisor. And in that case, we've got to go in a different direction. But with your employee in particular, they're highly unlikely to say that I don't want to hear your perspective. And if they don't want to hear your perspective, I encourage you to take a step back, take a deep breath, notice, name the emotion, breathe it again, release the emotion, and then agree that you'll come back and discuss the issue at a later date. And put a time on the calendar so that both of you can come back and do that because it is critical that you're able to work through this stuff. So then we share our perspective And we definitely, as I said, connect it back to the shared value or the shared objective. And then invite them to inquire about your perspective to make sure that they have the same opportunity to understand your perspective as you gave them. Once you've both had the opportunity to share perspectives, then what I recommend you do is you can say, excellent, I can see that we're both committed to this shared purpose, value, objective, whatever. And then ask them a really powerful question. What process do you recommend we follow to resolve this issue? And I absolutely love this question. The reason I love it so much is that it invites the other person to have a process, sure. But if they don't have a process, what are they likely to do? Well, I don't know. What do you recommend? And they, by offering them the ability to introduce process, you actually give yourself the opportunity to have thought it through and to have a good process. And by the way, if they come up with a basic process and it's going to work, Fantastic, use it. If it's a stupid process, then use it, but influence it the way we've been doing it. Bottom line is you want to use process to get to a shared solution. And through this process, you will have learned enough about their perspective and they would have learned enough about yours and enough about the shared value or objective that you should be able to find some conclusion that will satisfy both of your perspectives. That is the common ground technique of verbal judo in our who does what by when. I challenge you to go to a colleague, someone that you know very well and have a high degree of trust with and introduce this concept to them, introduce the podcast, have them listen to the cast and then find a minorly contentious issue that you and your friend don't agree on. And then go through this process, role-playing the topic for real, but from different perspectives and see if you can use this technique. And every now and again, if it's not working, you can step out, notice it, notice the situation, name it, and have you both look at it and then go Then go back in as we talked about before. All right. So that's it for this cast. We'll see you on the next one. Now you have your action items. I'm excited to hear from you on how what you learned today works for you. Be sure to connect with me at www.developingleadersinc.com and brief us on how the action items work for you. If you need immediate support, schedule a strategy call with me and let's build a plan together on how to get you the results you need. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next episode, get out there and lead your business.